Welcome to Authentico. This is Gabriela. And Junior. Back to the drawing board. This podcast is created with you in mind, the Latino professional and business owner determined to succeed. Por eso conversamos en dos idiomas and discuss a wide range of topics. As diverse as our audience and provide you with tools and resources. Esperemos que les guste. Dun, 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 dun. We're back. And you can't get rid of us. Please don't stop. Leave it on play. Don't pause. You may rewind, but make sure you leave it on play. We are back. This is Junior with Authentico Podcast. Having fun. Yes, we are. And with me is the one and only Gabriela Ramirez Arellano. Como estas, Gabi? I am super duper emocionada de estar aquí platicando contigo, platicando con nuestra audiencia. Tú no solamente super duper excited, super duper emocionada. Mm -hmm. That's like a whole new level of emocionamiento. <laughs> <laughs> so we are having a blast, obviously. Um, we are on episode 20 something right now. Um, sometimes we record these episodes and then we decide, you know, okay, well, you know, this, this one should probably come first. So we're definitely 20 something because we just hit the 20 mark recently so 20 something but we have a really cool topic because it's one that we somewhat touched on in the past in a few of our other episodes and we want to bring it back expand a little bit some more uh because we're all about growth and development but we're here to talk about um making or or when your strengths become weaknesses scary so, um, obviously, there's a huge wave right now of authors and companies who say very catchy lines like, build up from your strengths, uh, know your weaknesses, but focus on developing your individual strengths, which is what makes you unique. And we're not necessarily saying that they're wrong. We're just kind of coming in from a different perspective and saying, hey, that's great, uh, but uh, you should also find ways to get comfortable with yourself about those weaknesses. And every now and then come back, not always, but come back and focus on your weaknesses too. Like, for example, like when we were talking about this episode, we were talking about bodybuilders, right? And like bodybuilders and, for example, like, uh, what do you call the ones that lift a lot of weight? Weightlifters? Yeah, well, I mean, they're all weightlifters, but um, like the strongman competition guys. Well, I don't know what they're called, but... They're not bodybuilders because those are the ones usually with the big stomachs, you know, but they're huge, bulky, and strong. Um, and I'm sure I'll come No, no. Bulky. All you bodybuilders out there, don't take it wrong. <laughs> yeah, we have a ton of professional bodybuilders who listen in while they're working out in the gym, popping weights, listening to Authentico podcast. <laughs> so. I can think of one. <laughs> So, um, um, bodybuilders and uh, those other people who lift a lot of heavy weight um, always focus on balance, you know, balance, achieving the perfect balance for themselves. Like, for example, um, if you see me now, you would not know this, but I used to be heavy into the weight back in the day. That's <laughs> <laughs> Gavi, thank you. <laughs> but I, I was, I was. During the, the Ronnie Coleman era, if you follow 
if you follow, follow body, bodybuilding, but that was like late 90s, early 2000s. Rip Jr. used to walk around <laughs> with wife beaters in New York City. Just picture that for a second. Back to the topic. Um, but bodybuilders focus on achieving complete balance with their bodies. So, for example, uh, if you are a bodybuilder, you know that in order for you to get stronger at doing, for example, a bench press, you have to develop your back and you have to develop your bicep, which you don't necessarily need to use whenever you're bench pressing, but you do because it helps you keep the weight up. Same thing for your shoulders, for example. If you have weak shoulders, but you're bench pressing, and I know this because I read all the books, um, in order for you to up your level of weight or bench press, they'll say develop your shoulders, develop your back and your shoulders, and by default, that's going to allow you to bench press more. Not, not working on that strength only, but coming back and working on the, area, the other areas of weaknesses. Like the guys, the, the guys with the skinny legs in the gym. Like they focus so much on developing their upper body, right? Because that's their strength. Exactly, and they, it looks good. I mean, usually you have yeah, as long as they have pants on. Exactly, but don't let them wear shorts. Walk around with the little twig. Must be as a Exacto. You know, so bodybuilders they realize that. It, I feel like the whole the whole level of mindset about achieving perfect balance is very transferable when it comes to a business professional or. or uh, or an entrepreneur because you have to be able to yeah sure play off your strengths but also focus on your weaknesses too from time to time and help develop them so there are less weaknesses right so we have some ways uh that we're that we're going to be sharing with you today on how to do that yeah and i creo que también es importante platicar porque a veces usamos nuestros nuestras fortalezas como en comodidad Oh, yes. So we get comfortable because we're strong with that. So that happens to me in golf, right? Like if I hit one club really far, that's the only club I want to hit. Mm-hmm. But what I'm hindering is I don't practice the other ones because I only like watching it go far. So that happens a lot to people with their driver in golf. So the driver is the one that you're supposed to hit the farthest. And so people just love to hit the driver. But you only use that club 18 times once at every hole. So if you practice your irons or your short game, which is really where you win the game, but that's where most people usually struggle because, I mean, it doesn't go that far, right? So if you focus only on, I'm going to go strong, I'm strong, I can hit it really far, I'm going to only focus on my strengths, they become your weaknesses because then you can't do anything around the hole. Right. Um, I wouldn't know because you haven't taken me out golfing (laughs) yet, but that's good insight, Gabby. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that. <laughs> She's I'm here. sure that you have watched Tiger on TV and you see that drive and you're like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yes, I have. So probably when you've thought about going to the driving range, you thought about hitting a driver. I did, but I just didn't know the name of it. But maybe <laughs> when you take me golfing one day, maybe we'll learn. Well, when you let me know that you're ready to go, <laughs> we can go. Can you tell we've been talking about this already? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Like, it ties into so many different things that that you do in your life. Um, like, just playing off your strengths, it doesn't help you become well-rounded. And, and at the end of the day, when you're a leader, when you're an entrepreneur, you cannot afford 
to be to be a well-rounded individual. Right. I mean, especially, especially in a negocio. Y nos pasa mucho que hay un libro completo, hay varios libros acerca de esto. Pues se llama el libro se llama The E-Myth, que habla de que cuando sabemos, vamos a decir hacer pasteles o hacer tacos. That's our strength, right? So we let go of the accounting and the marketing mm -hmm. and whatever else. En vez de tratar de ver cómo le podemos hacer o traer un equipo que nos pueda apoyar con eso, pero nos da una desventaja. So, I mean, uh, even if you make the best tacos or the best cake, you're at a disadvantage if you don't know how to run your business. Very true. You're at a disadvantage if you don't know how to get people in the door to buy the cake or the tacos. Because you're only focusing on the one thing that you do well. Mm -hmm. So how do we step outside of that comfort zone in order to either learn the other skills or at least feel comfortable enough knowing? Even if you hire it out, I think it's important to know the skills because I want to be able to double check my accountant. I want to be able to double check my tax person. You know what I'm saying? So not just trust them at their word because they're the experts. I want to have a good idea at least of what they're talking about. Right. And and it's not knowing all the ins and outs, but like you said, just having uh, an idea of, of what they're talking about. So I recently watched a TED Talk by this gentleman named Stephen Dunier, and we're going to attach it to, um, to the show notes because For me, it was a very impactful tech talk because even though the title was how to achieve your most ambitious goals and not how to make your, uh, how to not make your strengths or weaknesses, it relates a lot to what we're talking about today. So um, as a way for the Stephen gentleman to develop his weaknesses or to work on the things that he absolutely hated doing because as he said, he wasn't good at them. He will then focus five minutes. That's it. Just five minutes into that subject or that task. And then he'll walk away from it. Hmm. He will do something else, whether that's go on a walk, play video games, surf the net, scroll through your phones, go through Instagram, Facebook, read Authentico. Um, and then he will come back to that task or a different task that he wasn't good at. So it didn't have to be that one task that he did for five minutes. But continuing to do that, those five minutes turned into 25 minutes. Those 25 minutes turned into an hour. That hour now turns into potentially 20 hours or days after a period of time. But that's how he developed slowly but surely uh, his skills in doing different things or learning new skills. I thought that that was such a smart thing to do because, like, who doesn't have five minutes? Right. You know, like, there are tons and tons of books out there. One of them being Eat That Frog on getting you to do the things that you don't like to do. But who doesn't have five minutes, you know, like in their day to do a task that they don't enjoy doing? And I think you have to be very strategic about it, right? Because even when we talk about who doesn't have five minutes, I still have to make the time in those five minutes to do to learn or to find out more information about this new thing that I want to explore. Mm -hmm. So I, put it on your calendar true. or mm -hmm. find some way to make sure that it gets done. Yep. Get it done. Five minutes. So we're going to attach that, that, um, uh, that, that talk to the video. Okay. Uh, but something, uh, something that you can do to not make a strength, uh, a strength, a weakness is to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. 
I feel I feel like that's a huge one because again, I feel like a lot of people, myself included, in the past and to this day still, I'm still working on it. We do the things that come natural to us. We we fall back to those things. I mean, the things that come easy to us, right? And we tend to avoid those things that make us look less confident, less powerful, less leader-like, you know, whatever that, whatever that is. We avoid those things. And as a way to develop weakness, you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Like you said, as a, as a business owner, you cannot afford not to be balanced. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable and not having all of the answers, but willing to do what it takes to get there. Right. I mean, even even for an example, con nosotros, right? Empezando el podcast. Mm-hmm. ¿Cómo le hicimos? No sabíamos nada de cómo grabar, de qué plataformas usar, de cómo hacerle. I mean, había tantas cosas pequeñas que hacer. ¿Y qué hicimos? We spent all of Christmas break. Yeah. Watching YouTube. Yeah. Y luego decidimos, oh, we don't want to use that WordPress platform anymore. Así que dos, tres semanas de puros videos. Mm-hmm. No desperdiciados porque aprendimos bastante, pero no los usamos. Yeah. We also learned what not to do. Right. Actually, we will never go back to that platform again. <laughs> I mean, that's huge insight when you think about it. Like, can you imagine how much time we're saving ourselves in the future knowing that we never want to go back to that? <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm sure there's some WordPress lovers out there. Pero para nosotros, yeah, para nosotros, we found a faster, easier platform. Right. And she has a name. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree with you 100%. Um, so getting comfortable being uncomfortable. Um, what's another one that comes to mind? Because I, I have one already. But what are oh, your go thoughts? Go ahead. Go ahead. So purposefully uh, putting yourself in situations, well, I guess that's being uncomfortable, getting comfortable being uncomfortable, putting yourself uh, in situations where uh, uh, where you learn to grow or that they help you grow, for example. That's kind of the same, right? Getting yeah. comfortable being uncomfortable. Uh, so develop and learn new skills not related to what you do. Oh, I like that. So again, still related. I feel like being, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable covers a wide range of things. But to get more specific, develop and learn a new skill not related to every, to something that you've mastered, something that you do every single day. So, you know, for example, you know, if you are someone who who loves finance and just like love all the numbers and all the things that come with finance, which I don't, you know, but maybe doing something outside of work when you leave, that's completely different than what you're doing. Allowing your brain to take a rest from what you do every single day and expand and grow and take on a new skill related to painting, bicycling, tracking, something that, again, does not relate to what you do. I feel like that will help you a ton. Right. I think another thing, too, would be if I can throw in my two cents, and uh, Junior talked about it in a previous episode, is really understanding yourself. Mm understanding your strengths and weaknesses so there's some things that you're like oh i'm good at such and such right or i'm good at making cakes or i can make a really good fish meal or something right but there are some things that we may think are we're weak at but we're actually pretty good we just don't enjoy them Mm -hmm. and then there may be some things that we think we're good at just because we do it all the time but we may not be doing it the most efficient way 
So really spending some time to learning who you are, what are your strengths and weaknesses, whether that means doing the SWOT assessment like you did with mm-hmm. a couple of people and then asking for feedback mm-hmm. or doing some of the, um, like the DISC assessment or mm-hmm. the color assessment. Intrinsics. The intrinsics. I mean, there's so many different ways to find out because when we talk about strengths and weaknesses, we're not just talking about your abilities to do certain things, but mm-hmm. even your ability to think a certain way mm-hmm. or bring a different perspective. Like, are you innovative? Are you creative? Are you a hands-on learner? Are you a visual learner? You know, all those things play into how your business will succeed or how your career will progress. Mm, I like that a lot. So maybe maybe do that first before you go and, and try to learn a new skill. Let's find out, um, like Gabriela said, do the DISC assessment, do the intrinsics. There's a ton of um, behavioral type free test that you can take online, including the two we just mentioned that help you really get to know yourself. Like we love to read, Oh my gosh, yeah, this is exactly the way that I am. Like you're innovative, you're this, you're that. But there is also the different side of those, of those results that you get back for those free tests. Again, go for the free tests if you can. They tell you areas of opportunity, things you need to work on and maybe develop a plan to learn new skills based on those results. Mm-hmm. You know, again, if you agree with the things that you're good at, that, that come natural to you, then surely you can potentially agree with the things that the results also say that don't come natural to you and then develop a, a, a plan to develop some of those new skills. Right. Some of those areas of, of your DNA. Like Gabby said, it's not about just doing the job function itself, but... Really, who truly, who are you as an individual and what drives you, what motivates you, and um, what engages you? And I would have to say, be patient with those assessments. Because when I first got one of mine back, I was like, there's no way. I'm not this person. I'm not like that. I've th- Those are not my strengths. Those are not my weaknesses. But then the more that I really saw myself play out, the more that I started to identify with what the test was saying, right? But I had never really done like an assessment that strategically sat down and said, okay, here's some things that you're really good at. Here's some things that you may need improvement on. And especially with the colors test, I really love that it didn't really say you're horrible or you suck at X, Y, and Z. It says something about when you do these things or when you think this way, it may be perceived this way which was in a negative way so i really liked that part too because i was like oh so that's telling me how my behavior and my actions translate to other people mm. i don't know if you remember seeing that part. yeah 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 i do remember that i mean that's a that's a big a big um big part in those intrinsics is understanding how you come off to other people you know like there's there's a there's a um and they, they put this in such a beautiful way, and I'm probably going to do a horrible, horrible job of doing it, but for every positive or what you think is a positive thing or a skill that you have, there's a negative side to it. You know, like, for example, you may, you may get a positive on being action-oriented, being goal-driven. I mean, who doesn't like that, right? But what are the negatives of those? What? Negatives are obviously like you don't care what people say. You don't care about anyone's feelings. 
You just want to get the job done. So for every positive, there's also a negative. And I feel like Intrinsics does an amazing job, and we're not even getting sponsored. This is stuff that, like you said, we've done in the past and right. we, and have really helped us. So don't think that we're promoting them just because we're getting some kind of kickback or anything, but because we feel they they really they really have been instrumental in in getting us to to where we are today. Right. So definitely start to think about that. You know, what are those strengths that you rely on every day mm -hmm. that could be hurting you in the long run? Or maybe even those things that you're not paying attention to that if you just built the skill a little bit more could be a big leverage for your business or for your career. Ooh, and here's a challenge. So surely you're listening to this episode right now. Uh, I challenge you to engage with us on social media after you listen to this episode uh, and tell us one strength, one area of opportunity and most importantly, how are you going to make that area of opportunity or that weakness less of a weakness? Because, again, it's easier to work on our strength. So here it goes. One strength, one weakness or area of opportunity, and how are you going to make that less of a weakness? How are you going to work on it? That's my challenge to all of you. All right, you heard it. Nos dejan saber qué están pensando, qué decidieron son sus fortalezas, cuáles son las áreas donde quieren mejorar. Y así también cuando nosotros los veamos o platiquemos con ustedes, podemos decir, oye, ¿cómo va eso? Exacto. That way we can hold you accountable. Right, right. All right, it was great talking to you guys. We will talk to you again. All right, bye-bye.